you are tuned in to Lifestyle Tea Podcast, where there will be conversations as far as to single parent lifestyle, raising the kids, financials, also being a parentpreneur, dating, and many, many more. I am the host, Fabulous Marquita, and yes, there will also be book club moments. <laughs> I do love to read books so yes please be aware of the book club moments that we have also if you're wanting anything customized such as shirts mats towels wall decals anything go visit lifestyleteacustoms.bigcartel.com have a wonderful one come on join me now Hello, my people. Happy Wednesday. And I want to say thank you for pressing that play button. If you are new here, welcome. And if you have been messy with me, my people, hey, thank y'all. How y'all doing? Okay, so before we get started, I would like for everyone to please go to all the major platforms that Lifestyle C is on, which is Anchor, Spotify, Google, and apple and many many more go and review and subscribe you know i love to hear reviews so the more engagement to me is the more fun review ask me a question you can always go on anchor and you can leave me a voice message on anchor and if it's appropriate then i will share the voice message that you left me to my peoples right okay so Today's topic, as y'all can see, is the single life of a single mom. And yes, single life of a single mom, okay? And no soft story, nothing like that. I hope that anyone who is having their significant other, since it is... February and Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You know, I have one Valentine's Day love. Even though Sister Girl is single, I am still having Valentine's Day love. See, my love is with my children. You know, but I want to talk the difference between children and your love and having a significant other. You know, and how being single, how it just, that lifestyle is, okay? So, y'all, come on, stay tuned, stay tuned. Also, I will let you know that I'm going to keep it all the way 100. So, if you're not liking what I'm saying or maybe I'm talking and it is giving y'all a too much expression or maybe you disagree with what I'm saying, you know, hey, y'all are still my people, but you can always press that in button and I will be okay, okay? I will be okay. Let me go. Y'all already know what I like to do. So let me go over the scripts for today. And this is the single mom script. I'm not going to lie. I am on the fourth script. So I have one more and it will be done. Okay. This script says, Assured of God's love. Roman 8:33-39 I am convinced that nothing can never separate 
us from God's love. Neither for today, nor are worries about tomorrow. And then the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. The power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen to that. Amen to that. And sometimes I feel like we forget. However, um, to me it's very, very important. So don't forget that. Like, you can always pray to God regardless of, you know, the things that you are um, going through. And do love that God does love you. And God can make a a miracle out of nothing. Like, seriously. Seriously. Okay, so let's get started with today's episode, okay? Today is, once again, the single life of a single mom the single lifestyle of a single mom okay first and foremost um i have been single for a minute and i really don't like i didn't like to talk about the whole being single part because i was so in tune with me trying to grow my um empire build my empire from scratch up and also Staying focused with building my empire, staying focused with the kids. This coronavirus situation just landed out of nowhere. So I took time out for thinking about um, relationships or, you know, getting with somebody. I mean, you know, of course, when you look at it on social media, it does look nice. And it makes you want to, of course, try it. Like, oh, that looks nice. I mean, I'll have fun, you know. However, I feel like if, like I'm 35 years old, so I feel like when you get older, you kind of don't want to waste your time. You have no time to waste. And in life, you really have no time to waste. But when you get older, you ain't got no time to waste. Like, wasting time is not, shouldn't be an option at all. You know, at all. Um... It is February, which is supposed to be happy. You know, it is Valentine's Day week. I mean, Valentine's Day month, which is supposed to be happy. No sob story. So, I won't be giving y'all a sob story. I won't be making y'all unhappy, you know. I'm going to let y'all know that for all of the individuals who who does have significant others and y'all are happy and y'all is just waiting for that moment live life sis or live life bro um whatever it is live life enjoy it every bit of it however for the individuals like myself who is um living the single life so I have no one to enjoy it with. I am 
okay with that. And I don't, I'm hopefully I can relate. Hopefully some women can relate to me when I say that it's a mental thing. Yeah, it gets to me. Oh man, whoever and whoever, oh that's so romantic that they did. You know, oh you know, let's just be real. And it's like I be in that zone for just a little, just a little, and then I have to work my mind back to saying, hey. You're going to be like that one day. It's going to come when it's meant for you to come. When it's meant for you to find um, that significant one. You know, um, it is really a mental situation. I do know that I like to read a lot. So my life is, does not necessarily consist on reading but I read to get knowledge. I read to get entertainment. And then I also, of course, y'all do know how the Lifestyle Tea Customs small business where I am trying to grow my empire. That is my empire. And to be honest, I just, just put the first brick. Remember, I'm building my own empire, right? So I just laid that perfect brick. It's time for brick number two. And I got about a million bricks to go, you know. So I'm saying all that to say that even if it is a single life, it doesn't have to be so depressing. Of course, you're going to um, hurt, especially if it's over a breakup or over a loss. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really necessarily break up. Let's say... You were dating someone and, you know, they lost their life, you know. Um, I think after you are healed and you're ready, you know, you're ready to go mingle. Because just because you're single doesn't mean you cannot mingle. And then go do it like, and I'm, I'm talking to all, the, all my sisters out there, all my people, sisters, my brothers, whatever. You know, if you are ready and 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 you 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 got your hurt out the way and now you're feeling a lot better, then I would say live life like go for it. I mean, of course, us single moms, it's crazy because this title is single lifestyle, single. Single, being single in a single mom's lifestyle. You know, um, if you are a single parent, single mom, or single dad out there, and you're wanting to mingle, it's certain steps and certain things, what you can do and what you can do. And we'll get, we'll get into that. Like, I really don't want to get into that today because, you know, I do want to start having talks about dating about being in a relationship about what to accept what not to accept all of that good stuff but i wanted to let y'all know that just because you are um single and it's the valentine's day month still have joy in your heart have joy in your heart for the people that get to share valentine's day with their significant other and then have joy in your own heart that god woke you up that same day Sister girl, my dude, go buy yourself a piece of candy. You know, go watch some movies or or right now, 
that's why it's good to embrace your kids until they get grown. Because then while your kids are kids, you know, watch movies with them. Spend time with your kids. I'm telling you, when your kids get of age and, like, grown, then you're going to have to really be having Valentine's Day. Especially if you, you know, haven't had that special someone, you're going to find yourself having Valentine's Day by yourself. And there is nothing wrong with that. Once again, it is a mental, you know, um, I feel like there's somebody out there for everybody. I just feel like it should not be rushed. It should not be rushed. I mean, you rushing, try to find somebody, you rushing, try to um, have sexual intercourse with them. It's just, to me, it's a, it's a failure. It's a failure. Um... Like, for me, being uh, single, you know, I don't rush nothing. I mean, do I talk to individuals? Yeah. But then it comes with certain aspects of that, too, in which we would have to get on another video on that, too. You know, I'm, I am a single mom, so I can't just bring every Negro around me. You know what I'm saying? It's certain aspects of this. Um, I would say... It's all about self-love. Um, even when you're going through and, you know, don't hate on nobody. You know, tell them congratulations. Good job. Have a good Valentine's. Good job. You know, and self-love yourself. Self-love yourself. Seriously. Once again, buy yourself some roses or... Take yourself out to eat or get a group of girls that you know or a group of your partner boys that you know everybody's single and go and chill. I mean, it's worth it. It's worth it and to me, it's better than being home uh, depressed or how you ain't got no uh, Valentine's and especially if you have kids. Her teens and they're looking at the press well no it is about the energy like build up that energy it is about the energy um another thing that I would say with the single life is don't move too fast you know and um have fun, but don't be no duck. That's another thing I would say. Single as a single mom or a single dad, you can have fun. You can talk. You can chat, like I was just doing earlier. You can flirt or whatever, but you can't be a duck. Cause if you are a duck, especially if you have kids, that means you putting jeopardy from your kids. And that's not just, oh, my kid is just talking. My kid done been through that shit. Like, you don't do that. That ain't what you do. You know, it's a level to this shit. You know, um, and, and I would go and go in on that on another episode as well because we can have a whole lot of conversation about how they can really jeopardize some shit. Um, I... Also, would say stay on the bag. For all of my mompreneurs out there, 
my dad putting words out there. Um, even if you are a single, single, single parent, single lifestyle, hey, continue getting to the bag. Okay, continue getting to the bag. Don't let you being single bring you down because it can. It can. Um, my kid keeps it real. It can, though. But you were not supposed to let it. And then we don't need to let it. And I will take you from advice. If you are feeling like the situation that you're going through is getting you down, go talk to a counselor. Don't talk to a nigga on the street because they don't give a fuck. Don't go talk to your friends about it because they're going to tell somebody else about it. Go and talk to a counselor. And um, if you Google counselors in your location that are free, and you are a single mom with a low income and you're able to get on the free program get on that free program it work um once again i'm not telling you some shit i ain't never did so it does work um but you are not supposed to rush and yes yes you know, um, I'm going to leave it off saying this. Yes, it is okay to meet new people. However, COVID is in the air. So, y'all be safe out there. You know, be safe out there. Take it slow. You know, um, when I say take it slow, I mean take it real, real slow. Um, COVID, once again, is out there. Um... I will be having other episodes where I go over different aspects um, about being single, about loving yourself, about standards, about um, hitting and quitting and, and, and how that is not good. So I will be going over that information here very shortly. However, it's book club vibe times. So y'all say put book club vibe is coming y'all can listen to me go over that rick ross book i've been telling y'all about sit tight hey my peoples okay book club vibe it is book club vibe it is okay so today i will be going over chapters seven through nine on the book that's called The Perfect Day to Boss Up by Rick Ross. If anyone who has already joined me, y'all do know that I went over chapters 3 through 6 last week. So I've been really going over the chapters every day this week. Just to let y'all get some of the knowledge that he's spitting out, okay? Um, this book is once again made for Rick Ross, and it's just a guide to bossing up. And once again, the title of this book is The Perfect Day to Boss Up, okay? So, let me get started. Chapter 7, I love the way it starts because it says, Stack Your Paper. Okay, I can see, hold on one second, <clears throat> y'all know sister girl do gotta get her little water before I get to read my mind off, hold on. Now, 
one second. First off, Rick Ross does cuss in his book, so if you see me saying some cussing words, that just is what it is. If you are not liking it, you can always press that end button, and I'll be okay with it. You know, just out of respect for you, um, this right here is uncut when I am talking about this book because he is uncut when he's spitting out the game. Chapter 7, Stack Your Paper. I can see how from the outside looking in, it might appear that I've been irresponsible with my earnings. I do have a 235 acre estates. I do have a $350,000 gallon swimming pool. I do have a lot of cars. I do buy Jerry. I do own three horses. I have all the extravagant rapper shit and then some guilty as charged. But remember, I brought the promised land at a heavy discount. Listen to this. Then it turned into an asset and monetized it. In 2017, Tony Pictures cut a nice check to film Superfly here. That movie had 30,000, excuse me, 30 million budget. Two years later, Paramount Pictures uses the estates as the primary shooting location for Coming to America. So y'all do know that Coming to America Part 2, that is in Rick Ross' house. Yeah, that is in Rick Ross' house. So he's making bread. Thank you. Um, I've had a lot more movie producers come by. Because they want to or they're considered renovating the house. So, okay, he get money that way. Listen to this dude. He's getting money that way. Okay. Even when they don't even decide to use it, they would have to pay at least to come and visit. I rent my cars out. The promised land is an asset that generates income. Not a liability that drains my finances. Listen to what he's saying. The place is already paid for itself. So, let's go back a little bit. His house that he's talked about, he's already paid for it. It is paid for. But what did he do? He went and let people renovate it to make movies and such. Another thing, if you did catch it, he charges just to come and see the house. Come on now, y'all. Um, I do enjoy luxurious, which he should. My assets far outweigh my liabilities. Oh, let me read that again. I do enjoy luxurious, okay? But my assets far outweigh my liabilities. I've never brought, excuse me, I've never bought something that I couldn't afford to buy twice. Did y'all hear that? He never bought something that he could not afford to buy twice. Listen to this dude now. 
I don't live beyond my means. <clears throat> Clear my throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Say that again. I don't live beyond my means. I might be a big spender, but I always been a much biggest saver. When I signed my major label deal with Dev Jam, I received a seven-figure advance. After a decade of struggle, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't tempted to finally reward myself for my years of unpaid labor. As big as that advance was, I could have very quickly blown through that million. For years, I had dreamed of all the things I would have once I made it. And now there are nothing, now there was nothing stopping me from going out and acquiring those things. But I didn't. For the next nine months, I pretended that money didn't exist. Let me stop there. He said, for the next nine months, he pretended as money did not exist. And that's what some of us people got a problem with. Especially when we're trying to be entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs is a very hard lifestyle. But we have to save our money, my nigga. Fuck that. I will never go and... What's up, Jody? I will never go and spend a lot of money just just because. No. No, and, and, and I know it ain't going to make sense because it didn't make sense when I first did it. But as I see my results of saving more than spending, oh, man, it did it. Your girl was able to go out of town for the, I'm 35 years old and only been on a train one time. And my mama and my daddy, they didn't pay for me to get on the train. The government, they didn't pay for me to get on the train. Me grinding and saving and not being a duckhead paid for that train ticket. Excuse me, airplane ticket. And it's just, it's the best. But let me continue. For the next nine months, I pretended that money didn't exist. I put my head down and got back to work. Hmm. I was in high demand, so I hit the road and gave... The people what they wanted. I performed hustling for every venue that had a bag for the boss. So he out there getting it. Okay? Getting it. Coming up in Miami, I saw a lot of hustlers. I'm talking about in the streets and in the rap game. Get fast money and lose it even faster. Miami is a city where motherfuckers like to show out. And, to not, and it's not a place where people are quiet about getting money. In New England, you might pull up to the red light and have no got no idea that the guy in Paris next to you is sitting on $100 million. Miami is not like that, which is not. Everybody, everybody is different. My worst nightmare was that something similar could happen to me. I knew my major labor didn't deal, didn't, 
I knew my major label deal didn't gra- uh, guarantee me major success. Def Jam roster was full of artists that signed and since forgotten about. I had come in the game with a loyal underground fan base that had been supporting my music and years and would continue to support me if this deal with Jeff Jam didn't work out. All of my success to date was based entirely on one hit record. Okay? Regardless, I think everyone has something they spend their money on that they know they can live without. Can y'all agree? Something that you know you can live without. I already told you about a few of my vices. What are yours? Mine's, I have a lot of money in spending. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I have a lot of money in spending on just like getting nails done or taking the kids out. Like we go out places and just, it's crazy, you know. But he says this right here. The difference is I've gotten myself to the point where I can afford to have luxurious. And that's true. That is true. Um, it does take a lot of time, y'all. And a lot of mental. And a lot of mental health. <coughs> excuse me. To not go out and spend the money that you make. Um... I can only, I don't have people that come on here, entrepreneurs, and I'm I'm really waiting on some uh, to come and tell me their stories. But my story, as a beginner entrepreneur, mompreneur that I am, I have to go without a lot. Like, I make money, I create things, um, and I handmade things, and... Thank God I'm able to make some type of revenue, but it's not a lot to pay me on the back. And I have not paid myself not a dollar because I want to see it grow. You know, I also have a a job, so it's not like I'm just waiting on me. You know, your your girl has a job. I side hustle. I do podcasts. It's a lot of things. So I feel like you have to get out there and get it. The difference is I've gotten myself to the point where I can afford to have luxurious. Until you can, listen, until you can, I encourage you to figure out what you can sacrifice to start building some savings. (coughs) What you can sacrifice. Maybe that's out to eat. Maybe let's let's medicine. Maybe let's let something, and, and and it's hard, y'all. But it can be done, though. It can be done. I promise you. I promise you, it can be done. And you can start building some savings. I can't tell you when your rainy day fund is going to come in handy, but I can guarantee you that that day will come. Why do you think I entitled my first? Memoir hurricanes, storms are a major part of life. Yes, the only thing that you can control is how prepared 
you are to handle them when they hit. Okay? Storms are going to come. You have to know how to prepare them when they hit. Yes. In all aspects. When it rains, it pours. And when it does, nobody is coming with an umbrella to keep you dry. Okay? You're going to be on your own. So you'll be grateful if you took your last tax fund. You'll be grateful if you took your last tax, tax refund instead of throwing it in the air at Magic City. He just gave a lot of game. I heard y'all. I hope y'all heard that. For real. When you make a decision, when you make the decision to prioritize savings, and investing your money over spending, you made a trade-off. Listen, you're choosing to sacrifice immediately gratification in exchange for a possibility of a better outcome in the future. It's not a hard concept to wrap your head around. But when you're from a Clint and crime area, that makes calculation is a little bit more complicated. Think about it. If you're living in the world where there's a lot of real significant chance you can lose your life, you're going to be less incident, excuse me, Inclined to sacrifice the present to invest the future that isn't guaranteed. Okay, this is understandable. You're also probably going to be more likely to engage in self-destructive behavior, cheating, lying, stealing, because you're not considering the dissatisfaction, long-term consequences of that shit. If that mindset applies to you, you're going to have to review your thinking. We wire your thinking and start playing the long game. Once you've built up your rainy day fund in case in case for an emergency. You can start acquiring assets that earn passive income. Bosses don't just work for money. Listen to what he say. Bosses don't just work for money. They put their money to work. Enough said. They put their money to work. Rather, it's through buying stocks. Bonds of real estate, you want to work towards establishing passive streams of income. Assets are a key part of accumulating accumulating wealth. Work leads to money. Money leads to assets. Assets leads to wealth. Did y'all get that? Money leads to action. No, 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 go back. 
Assets are a key part of accumulating wealth, which is what we all want. Work leads to money. Money leads to assets. Assets leads to wealth. God, good, excuse me, good financial habits build wealth and bad ones destroy it. If you spend everything you earn, an increase in money will just result in an increase in spending. Y'all get that? If you spend everything you earn, an increase in money will result in an increase in spending. And you'll never be able to build wealth. Y'all, I mean, say, it's right there. It's actions. It's actions. It is hard, but if you have positive people around you, and you are motivated, and you are wanting to do something out of life, even if it's hard, you're going to do that shit. Period. The best thing that money would ever buy you is some peace of mind. Listen to this. The best thing money will ever buy you is a peace of mind. When you get to a certain level of money, it takes the pressure off and frees you up to focus on the things you really care about. Financial freedom is the greatest gift stress reliever. And you will never achieve it if you spend your money as fast as you accumulate it. So stay focused on stacking your paper. Real, real talk. This next chapter is called War Ready. And this is some of the things that he said that caught my attention. Time of peace are when you are prepared for battle. If you wait until you're under sage to see what's in your war chest, you're going to get slaughtered. You need prim, prim, uh, premeditate as many moves as you can for all potential scenarios. You need to remain war ready. Check this out. Think chess, not checkers. The only time you should be thinking checkers is when you're hungry. In that case, I suggest you to make your way over to the, my fine dining establishment located at the corner of 183rd Street and 27th Avenue in Carroll City. Order yourself a big food a chili cheese dog, and a blue slush. Remember them. Remember, tell them Rose sent you. Y'all see this? He he steady talking in his book, but you see every time he got hands. He's not just a rapper. He's an entrepreneur. He got buildings. He got restaurants. He got real estate. You know because he made that money and started investing in something else. Y'all see that? This nigga ain't got a lot of money just off of rapping, bro. He's an entrepreneur, my nigga. That's how he got his money. He made money and then invested some more money. 
Y'all better listen. A class, a chess master is never caught off guard. Whatever move your opponent makes, you already have a counter counter attack ready to go. They don't even have to think about it because. Oh, excuse me. Because they already had a plan. I think it's because it's getting cold outside, y'all. They already had a plan in place for what they would have to do in order for the event to happen. They prepare for every possible scenario so they don't start panicking when one of their pawns gets picked off. And you have to. You have to plan your business. The importance of planning and preparation goes both ways. Listen, and if you're prepared, you better believe someone else will be. Your loss will be their gain. Do you hear that? Be prepared. In his book, Misery, um, Martin Green writes that a fighter who enters the ring with a clear sense of purpose and strategy and with confidence that comes with complete preparation as such has a better time of revealing. I was reminded of these days words. During a recent vig- uh, visitor who came to my home for championship boxers, okay, he finally seemed focused, and I really believe his best efforts are still to come. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing any of this to speak down on my brother. I'm just saying, heavily between fights, that's the way that it goes. Okay. Um, hold on one second. So, here is on chapter nine. We are also on chapter nine. We're almost done. So, chapter nine is your hustle determines your slavery. Ambition is priceless. That's something that's in your veins, and I doubt that ever changed. Okay. Um, my dream to make it as a rapper wasn't playing, paying the bills yet. It wasn't even bringing the penny. So I was 10 toes deep in the dope game. But that year was a major turning point in my life. The masterpiece, master plan has come together. My world was closing in on me. Like like me, Master P had early dreams of playing ball in the best league. He'd gone to college on a basketball scholarship, but dropped out as a freshman year to pursue the different path to entertainer and entrepreneurship. It was a seamless transition for a while. He had one fit in and one fit out. In the streets like I did. I wasn't. It wasn't until his brother was murdered. In 1990s. That I that he decided. To wash his hands with the streets. I love that. Master P. Wash his hands with the streets. At the time. I was dying. I was. Disgusted. I'm sorry. Artist. Song was slipping records. 
I talked a lot of shit in that interview, but it all, I also tipped my hat to Pete for giving me this blueprint of how to build an in, independent empire. Thinking of a master plan, now I can get a hundred grand in the palm of a nigga's hands. I need to hit a lick drastically. I ain't talking, sipping, slide, but masterpiece. And that's Rick Ross. Okay. So he does talk about how you have to get on top of it in order to. Here's one more thing. So how is it that when you, when you, so how is it that when it comes to getting money, very few of my peers have accomplished my level of wealth? How is that possible? The answer is simple. I wanted more than them, so I outwork all these niggas. Name a motherfucker who hustle harder than Rose. I've been on the road picking up back ends and every weekend for 15 straight years. Aside from pandemics, and the only break I ever took was when I was starting having seizures. And only I did that because my mom begged me to. And she didn't have it. I would have to keep going. I couldn't give I didn't give a fuck if I had a seizure on the stage and started doing the electric slide. But you gotta but you gotta pay me extra if you want to see that. Triple beam dreams. The ghetto is my reality. I'm from where hustle determines your salary. And that was Rick Ross saying in 2012, that is like so true. Your hustle determines your salary. When you want to get out there and get it, and you want to be somebody and build the empire, my nigga Rick Ross already said it. Your hustle, it determines your salary. Don't just spend that money, say that money. My nigga, for real, for real, for real. I hope that y'all was able to. Take some of my consideration. Uh, I will be hollering at y'all. Thank y'all for listening to my episodes. I mean, you know, this book, this book is really hustle ready. Rick Ross, good job, bro, on this book. Good job, my nigga. I will be going over some more episodes about it next week. And also, single is always cool to my single parents. Y'all have a good one.